Running Light Ministry podcast is brought to you by listeners like you. You can support these podcasts by making a gift to the ministries at runninglight.org. Hey, welcome to the Running Light podcast. We call this podcast the Better Pleasure podcast. And this is episode number 75. We're going to talk a little bit about um, just hobbies and habits. Let's talk about a little bit about that. But before we get into that, for a few minutes just to let people know about what that is and how it relates to uh, the Bible and, and um, dealing with especially issues like pornography. Um, we first want to introduce ourselves. I'm Bo. Peter. And we've been doing these for a while, so hopefully you guys are enjoying it. We haven't done one for a little while, especially you, man. You were out last time. I know, man. <laughs> so, gosh, dude, it's been forever. <laughs> um, we really enjoy talking about uh, uh, sex and sexuality and sensuality. Those are really what we kind of focus on at Running Light, those three things. I just did a blog, too. You guys could check out runninglight.org or betterpleasure.org. But um, I'm going to bring up this because um, it's really cool. Well, let me bring up the right thing. <laughs> um, on our website the page says, the opening page says, Better Pleasure Advocating for Faith, Hope, and Love in Sex, Sexuality, and Sensuality. And I know that's a little bit of a lot, but um, I kind of blogged on it. Um, so if you go to our communicate and then down to our blog page, I said, what's in a webpage statement? And then I kind of talk about what that means, you know, to us. And basically, in short, it's this. It's like, what if you took sex, sexuality, and sensuality, and you removed faith, hope, and love from them. Mm. You know, that's kind of what we're getting at, or, you know, how I how I blogged on it. Does that make some sense? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. what would it look like, you know, in a world where you didn't have faith, hope, and love in those things? Yeah, well, I mean, if you took out all faith, hope, and love, I mean, it would look really selfish and <laughs> messed up <laughs> <Yeah>. exactly <laughs> that's my thoughts exactly so I, I figured hey you know that'll be in short you know that's what it is so if you if you're interested in that they should people should check out our blogs really um not just because i write most of them but uh <laughs> <laughs> but there's some things that i write for parents especially that i think are so cool like i wrote this one called um before discussing porn and and some of these are are so cool because they get into kind of our culture and and what what's available and how things are and what court cases happened and and really bringing it back to a place to help uh, instruct a parent to give them all the tools to be able to share um kind of with some knowledge and some hopefully some compassion with their teen i mean teens are getting done school peter yeah so they're gonna be home on the internet like all day long <laughs> huh yeah doesn't change much for most teenagers <laughs> <No>. <laughs> they bring the internet with them wherever they go man. <laughs> it's so true right right so um um yeah so check out some of our blogs if you're out there i think you'll dig them too um Absolutely. How's things going with you, Peter? How's life doing? <laughs> it's going good, man. Not too bad? Not too bad. That's awesome. Yeah. That's good. You know, your purity group going well? Yeah. 
I, I wasn't there on Tuesday. No, you weren't because <laughs> I was there. I was all sick, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you were able to do it with the guys, which is cool. But yeah. yeah we're, we're going through the Ezekiel study, which is awesome. That's right. So for those out there, we have a workbook on our um, Educate page. It says, uh, or Educate to Lessons and then Workbooks. But we, we have two workbooks, our main workbook, and then we have one on the book of Ezekiel. And, it just, and it's going good. I think there's things we can improve with the workbook, but... Um, it's kind of a good format for us. Yeah. You know, good good outline, I guess. Yeah. You know, Ezekiel's hardcore. It is. <laughs> you know, it's um, me and Pete always talk about that. It's probably the the uh, the most graphic, right, book we would say. Absolutely. That yeah. uh, deals with kind of the subjects of sexuality and especially like pornography or something like that. Um, I was on um, a website too today because um, we promote Covenant Eyes, even though there's other um, great filtration systems. I've been actually kind of doing Net Nanny right now, just checking it out with some of the guys, and I really like it. It yeah. reminds me of what used to be um, Safe Eyes. Safe Eyes. Yeah. yeah, it's very much like that. So it's kind of cool. Um, but we do promote uh, Covenant Eyes, and they have a 40-day challenge. And so I took it because I always like to take kind of things that are kind of like, uh, you want to fight porn, take this course, you know. And and we make some uh, a course available on our website. But uh, I've been getting them, Peter. I've been getting these things in the mail, in the email, and... This latest one, and, and I'll show you kind of how this works, but they come in the mail like day one, day two, day three, and they're just like, um, they're just like these little short tidbits. Some of them are videos, some of them are, are more like a blog, you know. And this one was six reasons men and women are drawn to porn. And, and it starts off with porn obsession is about faith. And then it, it says, some people view porn for respect. We feel inadequate or rejected. Our sinful hearts are often often crave respect, and porn offers the fantasy of respect. In the fantasy world, we are adorned by fantasy women or men. Porn gives us an eroticized world where, um, where we are man enough or woman enough to capture the attention of others by sexual prowess. We enter the fantasy and for a brief moment can fully tr I feel truly valuable. So they and then so that's respect but then they have relationship uh we go to porn because it's our refuge meaning for stress, reward, you know, we get a reward out of it. We're kind of we've done something good in life and we go, "Man, I feel good," you know, and so let's go to porn. <laughs> you know, it kind cuz it's a, a thing. Revenge is another thing. Some people have frustration and anger so they view it redemption uh, in times of guilt and self-loathing the fantasy of the porn world offers redemption and then it talks about god offers better, better promises and th these type of things what i found really cool about this stuff is it's to me it's like it's it's cool but it's kind of funny too meaning the main reason if i were to write something like this the main reason i have ever viewed porn is because it's fun that's it Meaning, I always have thought it was cool. Um, I thought it was fun to, like, look at people naked and um, fascinated by it, you know. Um, 
you know, those were like the main things. I can relate to some of them, especially like stress a little bit and stuff like that. Yeah. Wanting to check out maybe. But I think, you know, you know, people check out all the time. Uh, you know, uh, you know, I keep thinking of C.S. Lewis's Mere Christianity where he talks about, you know, no one takes out a platter of food and an audience, you know, and they go and the person, you know, takes off the cover and there's, you know, lamb chops and everybody's like, ah, oh. <laughs> but people do today. Right. Yeah. Yeah. We watch shows like Chopped. We watch food shows all the time. We're salivating, meaning there's always in today. I think what C.S. Lewis didn't see uh, or 4C was that we are, were that the culture was going to be a culture where we check out in all kinds of areas, right? Yeah. So I I kind of thought it was funny that that list didn't have just like the main <laughs> the main deal like recreation. Yeah, yeah just recreation. Yeah. Why do people view porn? Just because it's fun. It's like it's it's kind of cool. Yeah. You know, um, why do people play basketball? Why do people do anything, mm. you know, um, simply because they find it interesting, you know, and people find sex interesting yeah. and sexuality interesting and sensuality. Interesting. I don't know. Am I thinking too weird? No, no. I mean, you know, like uh, when I think about my reasonings for, for viewing pornography, you know, I could like when I first started viewing it, I could go like, uh, you know, real simple. You know, I was 13 and, you know, I just <laughs> never seen porn before. And it like, I was just like, wow, that's, it looks really cool. And, you know, I, I started getting into masturbation. I was like, this feels really good. And it just became like something very, yeah, like recreational, very fun. You know, um, I think that, you know, if I were to take those reasons that they put down, I could, you could kind of flip it around and be like, you know, why, why does someone stay in porn? You know what I mean? Like if, if I'm aware that porn is wrong or bad or I shouldn't be doing it, what are the reasons why I would stay there? And I could more relate to those, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, where you could look at it and be like, yeah, those would be the reasons why I keep going back even to though I it. don't want to. Right. You know? Yeah. But maybe not initially why you view it. Right. Initially yeah. why you get into it. You yeah. Know? <laughs> and that's what I thought too. It's like, how many, how many 15 year olds do you go up to and go, Hey, are you watching porn because you don't feel respected? Yeah. You know, or do you, are you watching porn because you're kind of a, a dweeb in the <laughs> school, son? <Yeah>. You know, <laughs> or, or daughter, you're going through your pimple stage, <laughs> you know, and you just feel rejected. So you're going to porn. Yeah. And that's usually not the initial yeah. salvo, right? And it's, it's funny. I was actually talking to, because, um, you know, I, I teach the class at Gap. Yeah. I was talking to some of the students there where uh, I was just remarking how it's very interesting where, uh, when I was growing up, when I was like a teenager and even a little before I was a teenager, it was it was like everybody um, like a lot of people like viewed porn. But the people who like viewed it a lot were always considered nerds. You know what I mean? Like they were always considered losers who couldn't get any on their own. You know <laughs> right, what I mean? Right. Like that was always like the stereotype where he was like the loser nerd who's like just locked in his room you know, on his little AOL, you know, <laughs> dial up computer, you know, like viewing tons of porn and like everyone else has a social life and they're going out and they're doing stuff. And I was just remarking how it's like very interesting that it's kind of like, it's, it's not that way anymore. No. You know what I mean? Like it's no. not that way anymore where people who are viewing like tons of porn in their house or whatever are not considered like nerds per se. No, you know? today, today the reasons are, there's so many different reasons. Right. You know, and uh, if you listen to our podcast, 
podcast at all, you would have gathered that there's so much to these issues. Um, for instance, like when it comes to number one respect that this gentleman laid out in his blog about why people view porn, um, he has uh, something that I think is a misunderstanding and porn offers the fantasy of respect in the fantasy world. We are adored by fantasy women or men. That's not true. You know, porn is not fantasy men or women. Porn is real men or women. Unless you're watching cartoon porn or if you're watching robot porn, you know, but you're watching just people and most people are watching amateur porn. So most people, because that's the kind of porn, I mean, it's not the high production feature film porn right. that's out there. You're watching two people mostly, but it could be whatever, right. engage in some kind of sexual act. Yeah. Um, um, so for me, like when you say uh, adored by fantasy women or men, um, I think it's a misunderstanding because... People look for all kinds of sexual appetites, meaning meaning there's skinny people porn, there's big people porn, right? There's this kind of porn, there's that kind of porn. Yeah. You know, um, the reason why there's so many young people today getting caught um, for a distribution of child porn is because they're looking for young people porn, right? And that's child pornography. Yeah. You know, so it's to me, it's kind of it, it, it kind of it's kind of old school to say, oh, that's a fantasy like that's well, no, it's it's not. You're not watching something in fantasy. You're you're watching real people yeah. and and they're doing real acts and they're just real normal people. Yeah. Um, I don't know if that's cutting it to bone and marrow <laughs> <laughs> slicing real thin. Yeah. Um, but to me, um, like. I think just thinking like, you know, if my son's watching porn and I'm like, and I go to him, hey man, that's a fantasy world. That's just a totally fantasy world. Like, what am I, what's the fantasy world? Like, what is, what am I saying? What is fantasy? Mm. What is the fantasy? I guess that's my question. Right. Like, what if he says, dad, well, what's the fantasy? Well, the fantasy is sex. Sex is not real. Sex is a fantasy. <laughs> See, we don't have sex. That's just a fantasy. Is that what I mean? Yeah. Or what do I mean by, oh, well, you're not going to have, you're never going to have sex with someone who looks like that. See, you're ugly <laughs> and that person's pretty. Yeah. And so it's a fantasy for you, son. Yeah. You know, you're never, it's not going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> like, I know I'm sounding a little weird, yeah. but to me, like using the term fantasy yeah. uh, today just, Today it doesn't work. Right. Where I mean there there would be, you know, like I get what you mean when you say it's like old school where, you know, the majority of people, like I said, if you're gonna use that whole nerd connotation <laughs> right. of like the the dude who can never get any for real. So he's hanging out in his room and he's viewing these supermodels and he's like feeling real good about himself. Right. You know. Um I feel like in this generation what's really interesting is that like if I if I was viewing porn for that reason it's like I might view a little bit of porn, but there's probably other areas and avenues that I would go to and that the young people in our generation are going to um, to fill that need. It would be more 
for people in my in like my generation the generation before me if you don't feel respected what you do is you create more of them are going to like online social media relationships so meaning that that would be like the fantasy where the fantasy is not um the other person so much but it's the fantasy of being someone else yourself like that that like really gives you the freedom to get the respect that you're wanting because you can go on social media and create a fake account yeah and change things about yourself and then get responses that you've always wanted yeah and you're using words like fake right not real right you know so there's a dishonesty about it yeah yeah so that that'd be like you know if i was uh, you know, communicating with someone uh, who would be viewing pornography primarily uh, for the area of respect, I would say it's more of like an outmoded uh, thing where it's like not many people are doing that. I'm not saying that nobody does it, but I'm saying that not many people are going in those directions. Uh, they would they would probably seek other things for that kind of like fantasy world. Yeah, you know? and it seems like many people do, right? Yeah. It's in the younger generation, you know, they will they get influenced by youtubers they develop social media sites that um kind of have that persona right of the of the online click that they're in yeah and they develop that um persona and it might be a real fantasy world meaning fantasy mean meaning not real right it's not really conveying yeah truth where when people say porn doesn't convey real sex I always go, what, what, no, 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 porn is sex, porn is, they really are having sex, that is real sex, it might not be the normal sex that you're used to, right, you know, may not be the best role model for having sex, it might not be the best role model, depending on what you're watching, (laughs) depending (laughs) on what you're watching, that's right, you know, but to tell Johnny, you know, or to tell Mary, you know, that that's a fantasy, you know, to me, that's that's not really genuine. We can do better than that. That's how right. I think. I think we can do better. And it's also something that uh, is important for us to understand is like, again, when I was in high school, the, the thing was like the people who are playing video games and on the Internet all the time, they were nerds. And they were like, you know, that's not real. That was the whole point. People were like, you're you're in fantasy land. You know, you're not in reality. What we I think need to understand is that the modern generation considers digital reality just as real as physical reality, right? Yep. In their in their minds, there's not really a huge distinction, if any at all. Yeah, some of them are so wrapped up in their digital world that is their world. Right, that is their world, and and like that's um and even the people like I said, so even the popular kids they have real friendships and they're hanging out with people, but they're equally hanging out with them in their digital world. Mm-hmm. So they might have if they're super popular in high school, let's say they have a hundred friends in high school, they'll have thousands of followers in the digital reality and they'll probably spend more time in the digital reality than they will in the physical reality. So um, the idea of fantasy for this new generation is very different. You know, you can't tell someone it's fantasy just because it's digital because for them, the majority of their reality is digital. You know, like it's not, it's no longer fantasy to be in the digital reality. Yeah, that's so such a good point. So, anyway, hope people get some good stuff out of there. There's some good <laughs> gems in there. Uh, it's all, it's always about you know not just hearing things about pornography and just reacting and kind of spitting it out, but really really having to think through. And that's why we do these podcasts is to help people go, whoa, I never thought of that, you know, and that maybe maybe I need to think about that before I start talking to my teenager or talking to my husband or talking to my wife or those type of things. I start thinking about these things 
um, you know, which as a Christian, we have to kind of put ourselves aside. We have to put aside that fear because in talking about these issues, there's a lot of fear. Habits, hobbies. What are some things you did to change your habits and hobbies so that you weren't viewing porn on a regular basis? Hmm. So what I had to, I, I think probably the biggest thing that I realized is that um, my habits and hobbies are most influenced by uh, my uh, community. Um, mm. That was probably the biggest thing for me to realize is that like when you're hanging out with people on a regular basis, um, you tend to gravitate towards the things that they gravitate towards. So I realized that, you know, deep down, all of us, um, we are social creatures and uh, we like to be accepted socially. And so what happens is like when I was hanging around my Marine friends all the time, uh, I would pick up on their language. I would pick up on their slang. And I realized very quickly that the more I talked like them and the more I acted like them in public, the more I acted like them in private. Right. So it, it impacted my private time um, and the ways that I would uh, interact with myself and with God and things like that. So uh, what I realized very quickly is um, when I'm surrounding myself with certain people, um, it makes me more likely to uh, continue in the same habits that I'm trying to break. So one of the first things that I had to do, one of the most important things that I had to do was, you know, confessing to you. Um, and keeping a relationship with you and with my mentor over setting captives free. Uh, because what that did is it gave me social, uh, it gave me a community. It was a small community, but it gave me a community of people who understood what I was going through and encouraged my change. Mm. Um, before that, I had no community of people who were encouraging me to change. Um, I either had a group of people that I was being fake to, so I would go to the church and be fake, and they didn't know I was needing to change or I had a community of people who were encouraging me not to change, uh, which would be my Marine Corps friends, you know, that they were, they were actually encouraging me to change for the worse, like get yeah. worse, you know, and that's, yeah. and it's not helpful. So uh, for me, I would say the biggest thing was building a community of people to help me change my habits mm. and uh, my hobbies. Uh, there's, there's, uh, there's many other things though. You mm. want to go into them. But. Yeah, that's great. That's great. I'll give some practical things cause we're going to do a short podcast today. So it's not going to be too long. Um, one of them is getting in the habit of being in the word daily. Um, not just, not just reading a devotion, not just kind of, but learning to develop serious Bible reading, um, serious Bible thinking. Mm. Um, so really studying the scriptures, um, challenging your mind a little bit. So that's one of them. Another one was to develop times of meditation. Uh, so meditation is usually not what people do. Um, so, but, and meditation is really just the idea of thinking through what you're studying. Mm -hmm. And so developing a time where it might be in your morning stretches, where you're doing your morning stretches and you start really meditating on things that you're studying, um, which is, you know, I, I think really vital. Um, another thing that really helps me too, uh, in as far as hobbies is learning how to worship God, um, just in my own spare time, you know, kind of in learning how to worship God, learning how to adore God. So for me, that means, you know, I play guitar. So that means me getting out the guitar and playing some tunes, you know, and just singing to God and kind of focusing a little bit like that, um, which is great. Other good, ho you know, hobbies are um, if you like to work out, work out, you know, and that's always good. That helps you, you know, um, other things are maybe, um, 
learning to take up new kind of avenues like helping people like starting to serve in different capacities that might help a person get out of a rut mm. you know maybe go help your neighbor learn to get out of your little world um because usually when it when it comes to like habits like you know viewing pornography those things are so pattern oriented that you kind of got to break the pattern um so where you watch pornography all the time in in this place or at this time or in this moment when you get off work or in the morning or you have to learn to break that i had someone tell me the other day in our group our purity group he goes man for four days dude i do awesome in the word worshiping da, 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 da. and then for like two days three days i'm tanked i'm just I, I i forget everything and i just tank it and i say well dude awesome <laughs> and he's like what and i go dude praise god dude for for four days you are rocking that's pretty good i said that's awesome now all you got to do is duplicate that so all you have to do all you have to do is duplicate what you do in four days i mean you got four days down just duplicate it meaning if you if you're working work if you're not working get another job mm. you know just duplicate it right and go about the same thing that you do in those four days yeah so and that's that's such an important thing like just real quick um i know we got to wrap up but uh when it comes to forming habits and hobbies uh i have to remember that i spent a long time forming the the bad habits that I'm trying to break free from, mm -hmm. and it takes a long time to form habits. And <laughs> so, so sometimes, like you know, I I remember when I first started counseling with you, I would get discouraged very quickly. Yeah. And I would kind of go back to the drawing board where I'm like, you know, I I have some habits forming, but they're not enough for me. So I need to go back to the drawing board and figure out what I'm doing wrong. And the most important thing to understand is like, you don't need to go back to the drawing board. You just need to keep doing what you're doing just better. You know? So yeah. like if you've, if you've already changed and you're already making good habits, that's a good thing. And that means that work has happened in your life. Now you just need to keep going. Like you need to keep pushing through and keep developing new habits. It's like, uh, I remember my buddy, uh, he wanted to get in shape and he was hanging out with my other friend who was a bodybuilder. And he's like, he's like, dude, like, will you work out with me? He's like, sure. He took him to the gym for one week and the guy stopped. And he's like, why'd you stop? He's like, I didn't see any results yet. <laughs> and it's like, you know, like, you know, you're not going to see any massive results in a week, but he saw something. Yeah. And he gave up though, because he didn't see what he wanted to. Yeah. So. And it, it takes time. So hobbies and habits, those are things that you always want to work on to remember the grace of God too. And again, remember to go check out our website and, get into it man there's a lot of really cool stuff on the site so uh short podcast but we thank you so much for listening we'll talk to you guys next time check out runninglight.org to begin our two video series take flight and love or lust you can also send us questions on twitter at running light or on our runninglight.org podcast page like us on facebook at running light ministries psalm 36 8 they are abundantly satisfied with the fullness of your house, and you give them drink from the river of your pleasures.